Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Bing, bada, dong, bong, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, bada, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, bada, bing, bing, bong. There's a surge of, uh, a surge of feeling, I should say, of um, energy of and, uh, and, and... And life and joie de vivre. That's me. That's Claire Twenty. Always full of energy and hype, hyped up, hyped to be here on Suggestible Podcast, the podcast where we recommend you things to watch, and listen to. My name is Claire Twenty. James Clement is here also. We are married and it's my least favorite time of the year. It's the spooky season. Tax time. <laughs> what? It's Halloween. Oh. Good God. Are you trying to speed run this episode? Yeah, I want to go to bed. Oh, my goodness. Not to, no shade. Spooky Actually, dreams, no, no I'm really excited about the uh, choice that I panicked and did a last-minute look. As you know, I like to do. Also, I'm professional. My phone's not even off. Unbelievable. And I deep-dived and I panicked and then I remembered something about something that I love and I prepared this ages ago and, like, found some things and I was, Wonderful. like, really proud of myself. I'm also getting a fiddle thing because I like to fiddle with Pass me a fiddle talk. thing, Claire. All right. We have – oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Drop them everywhere. So because we both like to fiddle. That's true. Yes. And because it's – and, and – uh, Poor Collingwood. Oh, you took the wheel. Yeah, I know. The wheel's, the, wheel's the best the, one. Of course it is. What did you think I was? I'm oh, no noob. It. I'm no fool. <laughs> It's actually a little thing that I bought for neurodivergent kids I was teaching. Mm. Turns out we really love them. Yeah, that's right. What does that say? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but because it's the spookiest time of the year and I'm not just talking about tax time, we've both brought in a spooky, spooky. recommendation. But before we get to that. Can I go spooky every time? Yeah, you absolutely spooky. can. And on top of that, spooky. Uh, we just wanted to check back in and see how you're going with reading Project Okay, so <laughs> I have to also say this to you. I remembered this week that I needed to read it. Okay. Did I open it? No. Did I download it on the Kindle? No. This is not a win. But did I think about it a lot and feel guilty that I wasn't reading it? You're damn right I did. This is absolutely not so a win. it is on the road. It is in the case. What kind Listeners, of? Listeners, stick with it. I know there's many other things you could be listening to on the internet with much more riveting story arcs. I will read this book. Um, you, it's not happening today. It's over. Listen, James, I'm going to give you one more week and it's James, over. It's finished. You don't get We're to not dragging this out. Over. If there's one thing you know, I Let don't. Let me tell you. I do not abide long-running jokes. You know it, that. Is, you are the. You love a long-running joke. You will. You have long-running jokes that happened in the womb. That you're like now. How old are you? Thirty-nine. I'm forty-two. And you're still holding on to that long-running joke. So I will read this goddamn Hail Mary book when I. Damn well, please. And no one, including the patriarchy, will tell me what to do and what I should read this book. Time is a construct, as I've discussed with you before. It is in my future to read this book. Is it this week? No. I just want to, okay, but so. Are that, you, that is neither here nor Are you nor feeling fither. guilty? Pither nor fither. Are you feeling fiddle guilty? or piddle. Or is time a construct? I'm by this conversation. Let's move on. Let's get on with no, that No, I just want to nail down your feelings on this because you threw a bunch of stuff out there. So you're feeling guilty about it, but you're also proud that you thought of it. Yeah, I am. And it's the patriarchy. I didn't forget about and it. time is a construct. So, you know, they, they're not, that's not all the same through line. You know yes, that, right? Yes, but people who not understand people like me will understand exactly what I'm saying. James. No. It's the structure. It's the vibe. 
It's Marbo. It's the patriarchy. Again. There's no time for anything. Just say you're not going to do it. I'm doing it. Just opt out. James, I will do it. Before I die, I will read this goddamn book. No. Um, I will. <laughs> I absolutely will. At one point I was like, could I just lie? <laughs> and I would have quizzed give you. I would have absolutely on, quizzed you. You would not have Google. gotten away with that, giving me the false book report. <laughs> I am going to read this book. Okay. You already gave me a book report on it. Anyway, psych. What does that even mean, psych? I don't know. Who knows? Does anyone know? Anyone know anything? I don't know. Probably not. All I'm saying is, James, cut a woman some goddamn slack and let's move on. It's so boring. No okay. one, no one right. is All interested right. anymore. Yeah, I will read it though. Yeah. No, yeah, no. I, I, we people love people who break lies. Break, break lies? Break Make lies. lies. Break I'm truths. not lying. Our son does it all the time when I'm like, oh, mate, we can't go yet. He's like, you lied. <laughs> you lied to me. And I'm like, I just said we were leaving at 9 and it's now 9.05. Please put your shoes on. Everything will be fine. But you lied. You said it was 9. Also, he catches me all the time when I'm just on the bed looking at my phone. Yeah. I say I'm going to have a shower and then I go and, like, send emails from the bedroom and he comes in and he's like, what? <laughs> just a goddamn second just yeah he's talking to someone who's never looked at a clock yeah so anyway what's the spooky recommendation that you made this week he told me this week he i was he was really gonna knock my socks off <laughs> like like physically punch you so you'd fly out of your socks <laughs> no i think it was just a, like surprise me with the fact about mario which I was not excited. Yeah, yeah, he's loving by. Mario Odyssey at the moment. Great that game. That is all he talks about. It's a and sick you ad nauseum, you talk about film and that's it. It's true. God, I'm just stuck Can in this. Can we just do this now then? Oh yeah, okay, sorry. Halloween. Okay, my turn. My turn first. My Let's turn first. It. I'm so excited. All right. I want to talk about practical magic, the movie. You've talked about practical magic. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Let me go through no. No, okay, well, I'll It's come definitely at- come up. Has it? Well, I'm talking about it again because right, I love it. it. I haven't done it for Halloween. I'm sure I haven't. Anyway, people love to revisit a cult classic movie that flopped at the box office starring Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman that's very, very witchy and wonderful. Mm. So just in case people aren't familiar, it's based on the 1995 novel of the same name by Alice Hoffman and it's directed by Griffin Dunn and obviously stars Sandra and Nicole with Stockard Channing, Diane West, Aidan Quinn and Goran Viznik. Goran Viznik. That guy. Yes, and the storyline is so Stockhard wonderful. Stockhard Channing? What the fuck name is that? Well, who knows? Don't make fun of people's names, <laughs> I will. Just because you've got the world's most boring name. Yeah. Honestly. Let me tell you the story of this wonderful movie. In the small, small Massachusetts, Massachusetts town, town, the, the Owens, Owens family, family have been. What are you doing? You're reading from my notes. No. Keep you're going. reading my notes. I'm just guessing what you're going to say. Keep going, please. You're so annoying. Keep going. Are you reading from my notes? How would I read from your notes? Because they're in my phone, in <laughs> Google, in the shared Google Drive. I don't have access to any of your notes. Please continue. You're so annoying. You're really annoying me now. Anyway, Gillian and Sally Owens are taken in by their aunts, Francis and Jet, after both their parents succumb to the Owens curse. Now, the Owens curse turned out to be a curse that was performed by their ancestor where eventually the line of women, whoever they fall in love with, the person dies. Sick. Basically. Yes, correct. Exactly. More like impractical magic, am I right? Very impractical. As children, Sally and Gillian are frequently ridiculed by the town's school children after witnessing their aunts cast a love spell for a woman obsessed with their beloved, Sally casts a spell on herself to ensure she will only fall in love with a man who possesses certain impossible traits with the goal that she will never fall in love 
Meanwhile, Jillian, Nicole Kidman's character, goes the opposite. Ooh. She goes sexy time hard. So how and many sleeps with lots of men and is just like constantly flying around the world, like having sex with terrible people. It's got and dating Evan Rachel really... Wood in it from um, various things, but Westworld. Well, there you Wait, go. Wait, so is Nicole Kidman murdering men in this? No, but they just happen to die, and she's very kind they of blase about well, because of the curse. So she's murdering men. She's a murderer. She's yeah, a probably, serial yeah, killer. Yeah, it's a Halloween. This is a praying mantis woman. It's a woman. Halloween. What's so interesting about this is that when it came out, the critics were like, nah, too scary for children but too childish for adults uh. and they couldn't really pitch it. But actually it's just this glorious celebration of these women who don't necessarily need men as well, which is amazing. No, the aunt's house them. is so fantastic in it. Her aunts are amazing and they are played by, as I said, Stockard Channing, who plays Frances Owen, who you might remember as Rizzo from Greece, who is just my favourite character yes. in Greece and just incredible and great and super witchy. And she's really frank and assertive. And Diane West plays Bridget Jet Owens, the other aunt, who is kind of kind and gentle. Um, and there's this incredible scene. So obviously what plays out is that Gillian, um, Nicole Kidman's character, eventually comes back with a bad boyfriend who's bad news. And they um, and because her sister is really loyal to her, Damn. they end up plotting and they sort of kill him by accident. And then he <laughs> comes back and sort of like haunts them basically. As a ghost? Kind of. It was a spooky Like a spooky, spooky zombie man. man. Poo spooky gore man. And so at the same time, Sandra Bullock falls in love with the detective who is star- who is suspicious of the Owens family. Aiden Quinn. Correct. Exactly. Officer and so Gary there's a Hallett. kind of a sexy romance that happens between Sandra Bullock's character and the uh, police officer. So, but she's also the whole time terrified that he's going to die because she's How a they witch die? and a curse. By all different means. Like, for example, her fir- Sandra Bullock's first husband who she, you know, falls in love with and everything gets hit by a truck. Okay. But there's no pattern. It's just however they die, they die. Right. So there is one really, there's kind of one, a really amazing scene and then I think one really interesting scene. And so the amazing scene I want to talk about first. And there's a bunch of other shit. Yeah. That's just going on. <laughs> All right. Arguably the best scene in the film is when the Owens women, so it's like the sisters and their aunts, dance drunkenly to Harry Nielsen's Coconut while downing midnight margaritas. And what I find so great about that scene, it's so joyful and so it's like sexy and free and fun and witchy and also they were actually really drunk because Nicole Kidman bought bad tequila and then apparently the cast and the crew, all of them plus the cameramen were all drunk. So it's kind of a miracle that they got that scene and they all kept dancing after the cameras turned off. Mm. And you can tell it's just got this like really – Joie de vie vibe going on about it. She's all be married to Tom Cruise and he's like, I don't drink. And I'm Correct. Weird, and I'm weird in exactly. Scientology. All the things. Um, so I really love that. The Victorian style house that they live in, the aunts live in, was so cool that Barbara Streisand tried to buy it, but turns out it wasn't actually a real house. It was a set. It was a set, <gasps> which I also just bloody love. And then the thing I wanted to talk about, which I also found really interesting and is much more in the line of our spooky theme, mm. I think Nicole Kidman is a particularly mystical, witchy human, sure. obviously. She is very ethereal. And there's a scene where her bad boyfriend, who's very abusive, they decide to try and perform a violent exorcism on him. And so in the, in the scene, she insists on slamming her head against the floor during it. 
And so they had to install rubber panels to try and protect her from the blows. And Dunn says, I just remember her take after take slamming her head. She looked totally possessed. I mean, I think she brought on a rash. Her skin would go bright red from white to red to white and waves of, you know, purging. It was like really intense. So, you know, Nicole Kidman kind of completely embodies her characters mm. and her method I find like she's just got such a hard work ethic. Like she chooses really just great roles and really diverse and often quite strange roles and she'll do small films as well as like giant blockbusters and I think she, as I've spoken about many times, she is just a What's your favourite Nicole Kidman which movie? Is it this movie or is it the movie Bewitched from 2005? Oh, it's hard. <laughs> That's pretty terrible. If you had to movie. choose. This one. That's a pretty oh, terrible movie. Anyway, you know, followed second by Australia, where she doesn't play a witch, but she does sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Horrible movie. Not so good. Anyway, she, yeah, she hasn't always made amazing films, but I think she always no, I think makes she's interesting pretty choices. And she's pretty, yeah, she's I always enjoyed good. Nine Perfect Strangers as well. She was very yeah. um, mystical. Ilya Moriarty movie, that one. Anyway, that is my recommendation for Halloween. And I just, I bloody love it. That is my idea of a slightly borderline spooky time, but fun. But it's fun. But it's fun. It's, just women. it's like nineties. Listen, I hate to be one of one of these guys who's like, "What about men, Claire?" I hate to be one of these guys. But imagine if this story was two men, warlocks, weird-looking warlock dudes, and they're bros, and they're from a family of warlocks of when they sleep with. I know what you're saying. It's so boring. It's such a boring story. You're like, "What if they would? What do you mean about every fucking slasher movie forever that just murders women?" Yeah, but what if though? As I'm saying, that's my point. No, every. Bloody horror movie from here till Timbuktu has been made with like, like torturing women. I'm flipping it, Claire. Not even an interesting A lot of people concept. don't think. They don't think, Claire, but I like to think, you know. I'm outside the box. Everyone knows you're not outside the box. Everybody Everyone knows, knows you are that... thoroughly inside the box. You are the most white bread person. You love the most mainstream things. You just pitched the movie Practical Magic and you're calling me white bread. <laughs> Look, you just happen to love the most popular franchises globally. and Claire, use that as you didn't even know half the weird shit that I watch that I never talk about. Yeah, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of weird rabbit man. Just because, just because I have to watch four Dwayne The Rock Johnson movies a year, <laughs> and it makes me angry. It makes you so angry. And I please, let's not go down the rock rabbit hole. <laughs> I already I have. and listen to you. Feel all your feelings while you're making a thumbnail about The Rock for like an hour. And I realised in that moment that I've married you and I've made an error. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. I actually find it really joyful when you find that kind of when your brain opens up because it doesn't always happen and suddenly you open up your mind palace and you're like, look at all the weird shit that's in here. And then you kind of see my face and you're like, oh, I better quickly yeah, I'm gonna reel that back in. pack all of that back in. No, keep putting it out. No, I will I not. like all people of that. Get enough, people get a full blast of me like on the internet that's like it's, I think it's my weirdest stuff where in real life I'm like, hello, I'm normal. <laughs> no, it's everyone just, knows you're not normal. People at the Surface people would be like, he's probably normal. No. No? No. no. Who's, tell- who's talking shit about me? No, I can tell. No. Because, <laughs> like, you, you you barely ever see anyone. That's not true. You're I there see for, like, ten minutes and you ghost. I see a lot of people. I'm yeah. always looking at people. I'm always watching. Yeah, you know through the I mean? window. Like a normal man. Right, with sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, completely. Anyway. No, no, hey. but normal's like overrated. Yeah, I guess normal so. Normal doesn't really nah, exist. Nah, people don't know. I'm, I'm normal. Listen, Claire. <laughs> Uh, I watched a movie. It's the spookiest time All right. of the year. You're going to be so smug. You're so friend. Look, I'm an artist, James. I've been working on my album. I yes, don't have time. Yes, yes, yes. I don't have time to be watching obscure uh, spooky time things. And I, have to, I have to watch a bunch of this and for the Weekly Planet. That's how committed I am to the spookiest time of the year, not tax time. I watched a movie called Significant Other. Here's the synopsis, Claire. 
What uh, do you sinister. say Sinopsis What do you like care? That? What do you, it's my creativity out, it's my outlet. It's your creativity outlet. It's my creativity you outlet. You sound like a store you buy creativity from. Sinister events plague a young couple when they try, um, when they take a backpacking trip through the forests of the Pacific Northwest. What, is there multiple Northwest. wests? I thought there was just one. Northwest, the one, singular. Uh, okay. So uh, couple, they're, mm. uh, they've been together for a while. One of them is played by um, Maker Munro, who was recently in The Watcher, which I think I talked about here. Mm-hmm. So did I talk about that, with the woman being watched? Yes, you did. You Incredible did. movie. If you haven't seen it and you can handle, like, the suspense of it, fucking unreal. I wish I was recommending that movie again, which I am, actually. Which, uh, <laughs> check it out. She's great. She was also in... Um, it follows. And also stars Jake Lacey, who was also recently, oh, he's in a bunch of stuff. He came on later seasons of The Office. He was also in the one where they go to that resort and everybody's the worst. And he's the, and he's the bad husband guy. He's like the rich husband guy in it. Oh, yes, yes, it's yes. It's him. Anyway, it's directed by Dan Burke and uh, Robert Olson. And so it starts with you see the, the woods and you see a, a red meteor is crashing. And you're like, what's a red meteor crashing? What's this about? Is it? A bird? Is it a plane? Yeah, it's is a it bird. Spider-Man? It's a big bird. Superman. Whoops. Uh, so anyway, so they're camping alone. They've got this, they're doing this trail for about a week. There's no reception, and there's maybe a deer following them at some point. They're like, is this the same? Does this deer be following us? What's going on here? And it's kind of a mix, Claire. If you allowed me to mash some things together, it's kind of a mix of Predator, the movie Annihilation, the Cloverfield movie, some of those movies. Question. Yes. Why are deer so spooky? Because they're have often here. spooky. I don't think they're that spooky. They're like kangaroos. Are kangaroos uh, spooky? They're often in movies to create like suspense and mood well, so in a forest. Sometimes they're just well, they they're, they're like kangaroos. They're just they're just around. Yeah, I don't know. There's Why something do you hate about them. Ideas? Why do you hate deers? I don't so like much? them. I don't like their business. I don't you know like crazy? what they do. You know what's actually crazy? Not Gosh. spooky, but more like crazy. Have you ever seen like a moose? Like the size of a moose? I always no. think they're like deer sized, but they're like it's like bigger than a horse. Like you'll see them walking next to cars. What? They're enormous. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. What would you do with a moose? What would you nothing? You don't have to do anything. What do you but mean? Like, Take if it you to had dinner? One. <laughs> what do you mean? Go go-karting? Like what are you talking about? One, if you bumped into one, like what would you do? I don't think they're super aggressive. Would like you unless run? You... Would you just kind of go, you're a moose and walk away? Back away slowly. Are they friendly? Are they are aggressive? Aggressive. Here we go. Do they step on you? I feel like they normally step mooses on your toes. are not aggressive. However, a moose that is stressed, it's uh, a, a bull moose in a, a full rut moose. or a cow moose protecting their young may be easily provoked into atta- an attack. Oh, not a loose moose. No, well, you wouldn't like that. Now you said a, a moose, moose ready to, for, for abuse. Some of the follow- <laughs> some of the following behaviors. Abuse of the moose. Did you say? It's pretty good, Claire. That's pretty good. Moose ready for abuse. Yeah. Uh, so uh, neck and back hair standing up, ears going back against its head. Wow, that is terrifying. That is a lot. Do you remember that great rhyme that I used to sing with the kids when I was teaching? There There's a, a great, great big moose who like to drink, drink a lot, lot of juice. Who like to drink. Yeah, saying, whoa. whoa. So good. The other thing I love about mooses is that book, The, the Goose, the Moose and the Watermelon Juice. Classic. It's great. I keep trying to get my son to enjoy it. He doesn't enjoy it. No. But I love He's it. too busy looking at the clock being I'll, a kid on with it. Yeah, he really is. He's always just like, can you concentrate? No, I can't. Yeah. I have too many things in my brain. Anyway, get on with your spooky time. Yeah, can you concentrate? Because so basically it's, it's you know, it's uh, it, there's a few twists and turns along the way and I don't really want to get into the specifics Jump of. scares? Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah, of what, what is actually that. going on and who's who and what's going on. And there was a moment in there where you think one, th- I thought one thing was going on and then a different thing was going on and I'm like, a second thing going on? <laughs> 
Anyway, I wouldn't call it like amazing, uh, but it's pretty good. Do you say it's similar to James Sherry, Amazing, the Ooh, game show? Oh, nothing's that amazing. That was uh, 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 amazing. That was my dream to go on that show and I never oh, did. I think we've talked about this before. The key, it's always in the letterbox. Or behind the cactus. It's in the cactus. Get faster. Why are you so slow? I, I was always going to be faster I would crush that. that maze. I would win oh. that game, boy. I'd be winning oh. that all week, I reckon. All day, every day. I just wanted the show to come to Melbourne so I could go on it, but it never did. Why not? I don't know. It's not fair. Anyway, I want to get that Remember maze. that time we went on Deal or No Deal and yeah. we didn't win any money, but then we were on the repeats all the time and yeah. the kids at school would be like, you're on Deal or No Deal. I'm like, oh, yeah, that time I opened a case on live television and got it wrong. Yeah. That's right. We had the absolute pleasure of meeting Australian legend Andrew O'Keefe, notoriously <laughs> terrible man. I did win the, a prize, though, no, for karaoke didn't. at oh, the, yeah. the break. What did you win? I can't remember, but I don't know. They didn't like me very much. But no, I, Rob Jell, who did the in-between, didn't, like didn't, like, didn't like you at all. Okay, boomer men don't like me. They really don't like me. And I don't I, think anybody likes you. I don't think it's just <laughs> I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't so narrow true. it down to <laughs> so true. Wow. But I'm fine with it. I don't yeah. even like anyone anyway. And, no, and I'm the weird one. Yeah. Do you know? Honestly, men in their sixties and seventies. My sister observed this. They just come out of the woodwork yeah. when I'm around and get real aggro. I, I don't know. know why. Like that guy that punched me in the leg when I was going for yeah, a that's walk crazy. in the park. That was because ins- I was. To be fair, I have no spatial awareness, so I was walking like right in the middle of the park. But still, you that was were also grass. eight months pregnant and on yeah. your own. And I'm allowed to bloody walk in the middle of. Actually, my mum was walking with me. And yeah, he which me is in the leg. look and look. I, I'm not a violent person, but I think I would have literally strangled but that man to what death. What was weird? It was such if a I weird. It's such a weird scenario because he had like a little cap on and he was like shuffling along doing his little run. And then he clearly just like wanted me to move out of his way. But instead of like just going slightly around me onto the grass, it wasn't wet or anything. Yeah. He just like hit my leg with the back of his hand, but like quite hard. So it was very it makes me much so mad like... just hearing that. I just want to fucking Spartan kick that dude in the chest into a <laughs> really fucking river. It's just so weird to me. It's like that time I went to the cafe and there was a big group of like sixty-year-old men in there, like mid-sixties, and I went to ordering the loo. flat whites. And I went to the loo, and like then they banged on the the guy banged on the door and was like, "I need to go to the toilet." I'm like, "Well, no, you Somebody's don't need in the to toilet. wait." Yeah. Well, your turn. It's like, and it's the hashtag, it's not everyone. There's some wonderful men that we know in their 60s and 70s. It's just weird, particularly around me. I just feel like I'm a magnet. It happened the other day in the theatre. A guy turned around and told me off. I think I'm very loud. Wait, what were you saying? What did I go and see? Very recently, I can't remember. Is it during the Chat show? Chat 10 looks three. Was it during the show? Yeah. They just looked around and like gave me a real death stare. What were you chatting about la- during the show? I wasn't even. I was just laughing. No, he can get fucked. But I laugh very much. Like, I enjoy it. I yeah. was loving myself sick with it. You know what? You, you just got to, you got to, you got to fight. You got to push back. Be like, hey, go fuck yourself. I know. I did yeah, push back. Good, yeah. The guy that punched me in the leg, I was eight months pregnant. <laughs> I turned around and like, you need to be politer. <laughs> yeah, that's real pushback. You well, showed you know. him. I don't want to get hyper aggressive. But it's probably, you know, maybe you shouldn't push back. Maybe that's because that's how people get murdered. Oh, look, I just don't, I feel like there was a lot going on. It was during lockdown. People's fragile egos are being dismantled everywhere, left, right, and center. By all these stories. (laughs) That's my intention. That was my intention with this. It's a spooky episode. You need to be spooked. I am spooked, Claire. Spooked by my terrible, terrible, like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It was not my behavior, it was their behavior. 
God, whenever you see there's a situation and a, whatever it is and a fucking old head pops up, you're like, here we fucking go. Here's someone who's going to derail everything with irrelevant fucking information. No, let's like, okay, rewind. No, but it's the, peep, it's the attitude even. It's like no, just but like. there are many people that are older than us. I'm not talking about that. That's not what I'm talking about. Dear God. Listen, every time it happens to you, you should just say, hey, get the fuck off the planet. You've had enough. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Give me one of your investment properties. We don't need Please. it. Give it to somebody else yeah. who needs it. Uh-huh. Lead poisoning. It's lead poisoning, Claire, as well. I have a friend. What? A yeah. lead poisoning? They're fucking lead poisoned. <laughs> They're lead blind fucking rooms they oh, slept God. in. I don't know about that. This is all a very terrible conversation. Though I do have to say a friend of mine who works in the hospital system was telling me that there is a contingent of men in their 80s who consistently come in because their wives have passed away and their wives did everything Yeah, they don't them. know how to tie their shoes. And they don't shoes. know how to do anything. And so when – they like being they like being in the hospital system because they get given meals and they get food delivered to them as in that's the same thing i repeated myself yeah. you know they get their rooms cleaned they get it all that is really done. sad it is kind of sad but he said it's also kind of annoying because they they actively could do more to look after themselves and be more independent yeah but they choose to try and stay as long as they can in the hospital setting because they just have never had to care for themselves so they yeah. don't have the skills it is actually really sad when you think about Scare it. Scare you, food well. man. Get my muscle chef. Get another oh, brand of food. Whatever that is. All your weird food. I just need up. to eat food quickly, Claire. I don't have time to whatever you're doing. Not reading books and Enjoying singing music. Enjoying things. Eating my above ground vegetables first, which, by the way, everyone should do. I have fennel a lot. Fennel's great. I love fennel. There's a woman I used to work with who ate fennel all the time at lunchtime, and I was like, "What's going on with that fennel? She's just eating raw fennel." I'm so there for it now. It's like my favourite thing to do. I just sit and eat fennel. God. Delicious. My least favourite thing to do is being engaged in any of this, whatever's happening here, Claire. I'll anyway, tell you get, that much. Stop. What's happening here? Why You're derailing. <laughs> just tell your goddamn story about Anyways, your goddamn spooky on Australia, time. significant other, I would I would recommend if you like a little spooky time. It's a smaller but not a budget big, film. Time. Yeah, yeah. Stoopy? Yeah. It's a little bit mind-bending. Is there a lot of murdering stuff? No. uh, I would say it's not as good as Predator or Annihilation. uh, Okay. Because those are like obviously amazing and classic. Are they? But still, yes, Claire. But uh, even New Predator, you would actually, I don't think you might even like a New Predator. Yeah. But um, it's on Binge in Australia. It's on Paramount Plus in other places in the world. I don't really like watching movies anymore. Yeah? No. Great. Uh, Well, this is a good show that we do then. (laughs) No, I'm joking. And it's only 84 minutes long. That's very Punch long. in, punch out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I see. Mm. 84 minutes. What's that? An hour and 24. Very good. You're welcome, Matt. Do you have a second recommendation? I do. I do have a second recommendation. Do, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what to elaborate Do you at want all? me to talk about it? I want to finish Andor. Want to talk about I'm it? watching Andor. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> What is He's in a weird. It don't, I don't want to get into it. All it's, right, it's the probably the best Star Wars thing they've made since the original trilogy, Claire. Okay, and who knew it would be about the character Cassian Andor? Who knew from a, a minor character from the movie Rogue One from 2016? <laughs> I have another speaking recommendation for you. Boom! Did you get spooked? Sorry, no, listeners. You didn't, that was really loud. I'm sorry, Goldie. <laughs> <me at all. laughs> sorry. <laughs> that was Claire as well. <laughs> We're just going to see an old head pop up over the fence. What's bloody going on here? <laughs> Stay out of it, Ron. <laughs> Ron. Yeah. Anyway, oh. you, you, do you actually have another I do, actually. It's very clever and very short. Okay. So, um, People it's say a, that about me. 
<laughs> they say one of those things. They've said that about Mason. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's more accurate. Yeah. Oh, I've never said that about you. Thank you. You put the lime in the coconut. I'm just singing that classic song. Fucking kill me. So flat. <laughs> that would be a spooky time. And time for the murder of James on the Spooky Podcast. Mm. Spooky. It's Halloween. This Halloween episode is weak. Talking about fennel. For some people that is a terrifying prospect. Mm. All right. I want to talk about flatbread. I'm so excited by this. Jesus My friend Ellen gave me this recipe. It's so excellent. Pipe down. People like to eat food. Everyone does. I agree. This is a genius idea, particularly for kids. All you need is Greek yogurt and flour. That's oh, it. I am familiar with this recipe. Yeah, it's so yeah. clever. And you just combine it. You create a dough. You can I can put the recipe in the – well, Collins will put the recipe in the show notes below. But basically you just form into a dough, stir it around, form it up, let it rise a little bit, and then you divide it into like little sections. You roll them out into like circles, probably like the size of like a crumpet. Crumpet. And then you – so they're nice and thin, probably like about a centimetre thick. And then you just put loads of olive oil or butter in the pan and then you just fry them. And that's it. That's all you do. And they genuinely are really soft bread yeah. consistency. What is it? Is it the yeast in the yogurt? I don't think there is any Is it the confidence of the preparation? Yogurt. What do you mean there's no yeast in yogurt? No, there's bacteria, but it's not yeast. Are you a fool? What do you, think? what do you think this is? What do you think the world is? Yogurt and yeast. Yeast and yogurt. I just want to clarify, uh, no, yogurt does not typically. Correct. Typically can... It's got bacteria in it, you goose. I mean, isn't. Who ate the watermelon juice? <laughs> there was they a great some big do. moose. Some grow it. Called James. It's typically, like but not always. Juice. I know. This is interesting. I think this is what's happened. I've, I have gone down a giant rabbit hole of this music album and I just finished the last vocal yesterday or the day before. And I don't know if anyone else has been in a creative project or a PhD or something where they're like, which clearly my music is comparable to a PhD. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. However, you fall down Greek a hole yogurt contains work. an excellent source of live nice. action cultures, which is yeast. <laughs> That's not yeast. Yes, it is. Why is why why are you sitting upright like that? Because I'm a big right. Finger. <laughs> This is a nightmare. I saw the future of you, 60-year-old, 5-year-old James, and it was bleak. It was you <laughs> banging on the door. Head. I need to go to the toilet. And there's yeast and yogurt. And there's yeast and yogurt. Move. The world's gone to the dogs. That's you. Well, that's anyway. dogs, I reckon. That's I like dogs. True. Dogs are great. Yeah, but it's a metaphor, obviously. What? I mean, I don't know. I don't think the, world, the dogs could, like, run a UN council or something. What? Yeah, what? Anyway, you were saying what? something else. About this thing make you were no talking about. sense anymore. Nothing makes sense. What's the thing the now? Where were we at? Continuum. I was looking at yeast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows that nothing and everything matters. All right, that's the end of the show this week, everybody. We've no, had a- I have a great email. 
Oh, well, I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got another recommendation. Oh, cool. Okay. Glenn, Fire are you, away. Are you familiar with Transformers Devastation? Transformers oh Devastation ever. is an action hack and, hack and slash video game based on the Transformers franchise developed by Platinum Games. They recently was a minor controversy because uh, of their new game, Bayonetta. And, it, uh, and it's published by Activision. This was released in 2015, and I never finished it, Claire. I never finished it because we had kids, and I, and I got stuck on a level, and I went, I'm sick of fighting all these Insecticons, I said, and I turned it off. Anyway, our son's been asking for ages, like, what's this? And I'm like, it's, it's too hard. You won't, you won't like it. Anyway, so I turned down the, the, um, the, the, the challenge on it, and he's just, like, blasted through it. It's single-player game, and that's his one criticism. Every time he plays it, he's like, this game should have two-player, he says, and these are the Autobots you can play as. Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Sideswipe, Wheeljack, and... Do you want to take a guess on the last one? That's right, Poo. it's Grimlock. No, there's no Tra- Transformer called Pooh. <laughs> um, now, obviously, as we know... He transforms into a poo, and then back... Into a toilet. Is he a triple changer? Like, does he turn into a, he's got a, like a robot man form? Yeah. So he's a triple changer. It's triple changer. That's great. So yeah. it's, a, it's a, it's a robot and a toilet and a poo. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? That is a thousand percent accurate. Okay. That is how I want to play But this. his name is also poo. Is Correct. that right? <laughs> okay. That's it. Anyway, obviously. You've nailed it. Obviously fairly soft, but not too soft. Like it's a, it's not a runny poo. Has to hold its shape. Of course he does. It is a robot. He's got a robot in there. Yeah. Now, often when Transformers change into something, though, they might keep like a mechanical form. So it's hard to replicate organic material. Yes. Does it look like a metal poo or does it look like a poo you would find? It looks like a robot, like a poo that you would imagine a robot uh, taking out. So it's kind of like all like, taking out. <laughs> well, wow. Of ro- what? As in like their bottom. Like, do robots poo? No. But if they did, that's what this poo looks like. Like kind of like amalgamation of all their parts. Okay, let's break together. this down. What is the benefit of a transformer looking like a poo? Well, what a is poo, the... the du- a, a robot poo <laughs> for a tra- it's like that doesn't exist. It's the approximation of what you'd think it would look like. Does that mean you drop it behind like a Decepticon? You'd be like, who did this? Yes. Like, I don't know who did this poo. Yes. Because we don't it's poo, disguise. do we? It's disguise. It's disguise. Wouldn't it be better to change into like a Everyone tank? Everyone avoids dog poo. It looks a bit like dog poo. But it's not though. It's got a film around it. It's got a film around it. Like a brown film. And inside is like crushed up robot. But on the outside <laughs> is like brown poo. You've gone mad. And then people would avoid it. But then all of a sudden, it's actually a robot. It like kills you or blasts you with a thing. And then it's like, actually, no, back into a poo. Occasionally a toilet because also Why sometimes the toilet? because if you're not if you're inside it's less likely for there to be a dog poo except if you live in our house with a puppy at the moment so you'd have to hire something else so you'd hire a toilet yeah but there already is a toilet in all homes so where's the toilet and if you live there you're gonna know if a second toilet turns up yeah but uh, James you're overthinking this am I but also or are you people, underthinking or maybe people it? are just thinking. Oh, how convenient, a second toilet in their kitchen. That's and lovely. then they would use that toilet, a toilet they found in their kitchen. <laughs> Potentially. That would just go straight to the floor, presumably. Yeah, that would be awkward. This is insane. This is the worst <laughs> thing you've ever said. I mean, the toilet form is not one they use a lot as a triple changer. It's mainly poo to robot. Fuck it up. This show is, we should cancel it. And not because we've peaked. This is obviously a trough. <laughs> Peter Rock.
<laughs> Anyways. Transformers, um, more than meets the eye. Oh, I love it. In this case, it's a poo. Um, <laughs> so... Now, obviously, each of the characters have their own benefits and drawbacks. Bumblebee is smaller, which means he's quicker, but his attacks are weaker. Optimus Prime is more of a middle ground. Grimlock, slow, but really heavy attacks. Uh, it's also cel-shaded, which means it looks a lot like the 80s cartoon and also brought back all of the voice cast who were still alive. So I'm talking a Peter Cullen. Oh. I'm talking a Frank Welker, oh. voices of uh, oh. Megatron and uh, Optimus Prime. And in oh. addition to that... Uh, due to licensing issues, and I don't know what's happening with the Transformers brand at the moment, has been removed from digital stores and has been since 2017. Right. So if you want this game, you're going to have to go track down a physical fucking copy like a caveman, Claire. <laughs> uh, but it's good and it's worth it. If you just like, I remember Transformers, and just just if you're like me, just turn the difficulty down and just be like, just blast through it or whatever. Right. Cool. A lot of Probably. characters show up. In the first five minutes, you're like, I'm fighting Devastator Incredible. But not like the shit one from the second Michael Bay movie, the one from the original cartoon. He's, orange, he's, he's green and he's purple and not a poo. Claire, do you know you can review this show? It's so easy to do it in app. For example, uh, Richard Johnson TX has done this and he's given us five stars just in app. His he app clearly hasn't choice. listened to this episode. God, I hope he hasn't too. He's going to say this back. It says, but turtles are slow. That's the joke, Claire. That's the joke, Claire. That's the joke, Claire. Ten out of ten. Do you remember, Claire? I do remember. That's I remember exactly. All right. I have an email. You can email suggestedpod at gmail.com with give better us a recommendations. Review. And give us a review, please. And also email us with like suggestions, just as Tanner Moore has now. You might remember Tanner Moore. Here he goes. Hello, James and Claire. Hello. It is I, Tanner M., the one who brought up Project How Mary all those weeks ago. Oh, yes. Now I just wanted to apologize to Claire for starting this Project How Mary chaos. It has been. It's been Tana, a Tana, it's not your fault. I just want to clarify that. Don't apologize. Claire needs to apologize. Has it been hilarious to listen to Claire realize she forgot to read it? Yes. Yeah, now do she I... comes back in going, I did remember, but I didn't do it. Yeah, well, great. Yeah, That's not good time either. Is a construct is a human construct. And, and eventually the patriarchy and transformers are yeah. poo. Yeah, we'll All right, know. just let me read Tanner's lovely email. Why are you getting so aggressive? Jeez. Jeez. Take some deep breaths. Do I feel bad for being the root cause of Claire's embarrassment? Absolutely. So here and now. Claire, I have given you three choices. Number one, on the likely chance you didn't read it again this week, you may choose to say you'll read it next week. You may become the snake eyes of suggestible. <laughs> Number two. Do you know what that is? Isn't that a reference to the Weekly Planet? Yes, but do you know specifically no, what it is? of course I don't. <laughs> no, I don't Can't listen you to don't your listen other podcasts. No, I know I don't. I don't. I don't have – I think you guys are excellent and super funny, but I don't understand anything you talk about. We don't need your patriotism, Claire. I know you, don't, you clearly don't need my patriotism. Number two, Claire, you could just read the spark notes, cliff notes of the novel and be done with it. Tana, that was, no, I really have to commit to this, but thank you for the suggestion. Number three, you may just give up and admit defeat, letting James win this battle. Never, Tana, never. <sighs> of course you could not do any of these and figure out a surprise fourth option. What about remembering to read it but not actually reading it? Mm, Anyways, thanks for the great podcast. Keep up the great work. Tana M. Tana, I will... I will I will climb this Mount Everest of things. My Mount Everest of reading a really popular and easy to read book. Well, I haven't opened it yet, so I didn't know that. Is it easy to read? Yeah, it's the fucking oh. breeze, Claire. Oh, In a good okay. way, though. Well, I just, I've just, I've just been spending a lot of time listening to like vocal quality. <laughs> wow, and that must be really exciting too. Like a real rabbit hole. Hours, James. Hours. Yeah. Hours and hours and hours, and then following you around with my iPhone, being like. 
listen to this. What do you think? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Noise. I don't know what noise it's really is. really sad. I'm sorry I wasn't more excited about your Transformers video game. It actually sounds really cool. You, I don't believe that, Claire. Of course I don't believe you don't believe it because it's not true. <laughs> I don't, obviously, it sounds really cool. I don't want to play it, but I looks, it sounds very excellent. Wow. Now, how many hours has this been going for and can we stop? Not many. It's just like 39 minutes. God damn. Let's go to a different place, Claire. To Let's do it. Rooms. What are you going to watch? A- 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 Am- Am- Amazon? Yeah, I'm going to watch Amazon. What was it? Yeah, you're right. You got it. <laughs> the it? Amazon. You're just going to watch the Amazon, which is probably still on fire. I don't know. There's been a lot of rain, though. Oh, no, that's just here. No, wait, no the Amazon. Something. I don't know. Is it raining in the Amazon still? Or is it on fire? Is this what your brain is like? Like you just like... <laughs> is it here? Is it what? Is it, mo- is it That is 100% fire? it. I've told you before. It's just like... A conglomerate of terrible and barely remembered facts, plus also a woman panicking, running around, possibly called Sharon, your brain, and then tumbleweeds. Is your brain – I heard Carl Pilkinson say this. Like his brain is – he feels like his mind is separate from his, like, consciousness. So he's like – you can almost, like, ask it questions and it will, like, talk back to him. Is that how your brain kind of – No, works? my brain's a spider. What does that mean? <laughs> so <laughs> – so there's a spider that lives at the back of my brain and I can't really talk to it and it, it knows a lot more than I do because I can't re- actually say all the things that I know but the spider knows and so when I want to do something, I kind of just let this, the thing at the back of my brain absorb the thing and then sometimes it just comes out with stuff and I'm like, that's really great but I didn't consciously Why is it a spider? It. I don't know. It just feels right. Couldn't it be like? Because spiders weave webs and it's like it's got webs lots of, of webs. Webs of knowledge. Webs of knowledge. I don't know. But it's something in the back of the end. So when I'm doing a creative thing, I like to just like give my spider oh, – this is – okay, this is making me sound insane. I like to give my spider in my brain a lot of like absorbing of things, but I don't actually remember. Is it a spooky spider? Because No, it's, it's very a very friendly <laughs> It's a friendly spider. I don't actually know. It's like maybe it's a creature. I don't know. Can you picture it? Uh, yeah, it kind of sits there at the back of my head. But I but I can't see it and I can't control it. So what I will do is How do I, you know it's a spider then? Well, it's just the way I like to think about it affectionately. But I don't know. I don't know exactly. It's probably just most likely your brain anatomy. It's my Schroden, brain. Your Schrodinger's spider living no, in your brain. No, there's just something. I can't explain it other than it's there and everything I watch and read and absorb, it absorbs. But I don't remember it. So, like, I can't articulate so got, half the separate. shit that I've studied. Like, I've studied music and theory, right? I cannot remit any of it, but the spider does. And so when I'm writing music or something, I can't articulate the words for all the things that I'm doing, but the spider is doing it. You, need a, how, you need a middleman between you and the yeah, spider. Yeah, I do, and like, I don't know how to do maybe that. Maybe like a worm? I don't know. No, I actually don't. I like that. I like the way my brain works. I like it. It's quite interesting to me because, like, it comes out with things. How long have you thought of it as a spider? Uh, a long time. Mm. Or it, it's, a spider is probably not the right word, but it's the closest word I've got to what it is. Yeah. It's the closest word, but it's actually probably not a spider. It's, it's more like some kind of squid, squid creature thing in there. But it's it's just it's interesting to me because often that will come out like I won't consciously have, have decided like with lyrics or songwriting right like I will just let that creature thing do what it wants to do and I will write a whole song mm. but I won't have consciously sat there and sometimes I will consciously be like I want to write about this but often I'll just be sitting there playing some chords thinking and it will just sort of come out with a thing. And then I'll look at that thing that's written out and I'll be like, well, that's connected to 
this song that I listened to ages ago and this content that I've thought about and this story, but I didn't at the time sit and go, I'm going to write a thing, I'm going to write a story about that. It's like I put inputted all this stuff and then it comes out. Mm. You're looking at me like I need to be committed. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, that's just completely outside of my frame of reference. But I find, I find that interesting, Claire. Do you? Legitimately. It's strange, right? I'm going to store it away in the bear but that that's lives why in my brain. <laughs> the grumpy bear that's asleep. Because the thing that I find so interesting about that, right, about my brain, and I love it, but it's endlessly frustrating because when I'm in situations where it would be really helpful to like regurgitate facts. How do you coax the spider out? How do I coax it out? I just have to be very still mm. and I have to not. That's why I can't watch a lot of horror. So if you went like on a game show, like that's not that's not an ideal scenario No, it would you. go away. Yeah. That's why like if I ever have to regurgitate facts about anything that I'm supposed to have learnt, can't. But you nothing. can write it though, I feel. Potentially, but most likely I would have to go and revise. Like I'd have to go and feed the spider with a whole lot of stuff because I can regurgitate things very quickly. You're good at absorbing information and then – In a very – and I can read very fast. So Mm. I can read very fast and regurgitate. Yeah, I can. That hasn't proven true in these last few weeks. Anyway, but I can regurgitate very quickly. Like read – that's how I studied a lot Mm. because I can do it very quickly. It doesn't mean the spider remembers it forever. Mm. But it's – that's why writing this music I've had to like really be conscious about not absorbing much else. Because it, it's like it kind of disrupts the creature back there. Right. And then it's murky. To, it murkies it. It can only do one thing at a time. No, it's not that. It's just that it's influenced by everything I input. Oh, okay. So if I watch like really sort of mind-numbing TV. Yeah. Or, and, or horror, like things that are really, I find really disturbing or distressing, it, like it short circuits it. Spider's like, ugh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but it's also endlessly frustrating in some ways because it means that sometimes on topics or just in life in general, like trivia nights, I've got donuts. Yeah. And that's really frustrating because if you if you feel like you're a smart person, <laughs> that then often, like the metaphors, right? Like I know metaphors, but I can never say them right. They all just come out weird in like strange, like, and I kind of like the way I say them, but I, I don't know. It's it's very strange. I don't. I, I can't explain it more than that. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're having a great time. All right. It's time to go, everybody. <laughs> Have a fun time, and don't forget to watch the show Andor. Thank uh, you, Collins, for editing Plus this week's episode. Great, great, great. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.